All right, welcome to episode two of the You for Life podcast. Hey. What's up, Tamara? How you doing? I'm doing good. How you Friends, doing? what's going on, bro? Feeling great. Feeling yes, great. yes. So this episode is going to serve as an introduction Woo! to my damn friends, obviously, because uh, for the past, how long have we been, like, trying to work this out? By, like... Three, three years? Three years. I would say three years. Okay. Up and down, obviously. Yeah. Um, but rigorously, this past... Summer? Year. year. Let's say year. Yeah. For it me, sounds better yeah. for a year because you know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I'm going to start with Tamero introducing you, of course, because you are the queen of the show. Or no, right, don't say right. that. Yeah, let's go. I'm the only female right now, so yes, I guess I am. But this your girl, T. Mary Elizabeth. Um, I'm up. I do media with you guys. I'm yes. more so media. Um, I don't want to say host, but I do host outside of Life for Life. Yes. And um, I work with a collective called Invisible Podcast Radio. I do my own little freelance work individually for radio. And I also write on the side sometimes, you know. Yeah, she has books. Books and She's books. trying to be humble right now. Yeah. And it's not even needed because she got whole books. <laughs> Thank you. Um, we will get into that later. I'm getting to it. Slowly, yeah, slowly, yeah. Slowly. 2019. Um, uh, shout out to IPR. We're going to give them some Grand Aww, credit. Right, right. Thanks. Everybody that's at RPR Radio, Invisible in, Podcast Radio. Invisible Podcast Radio. Yeah, Radio turn up. <laughs> um, thanks. Saw a lot of growth with you, obviously. Yeah. Now, because you with them, you get to help me a little bit. So a little it bit. works just a little bit. It did, but it, I could say it does. I, uh, I gained a lot of experience working with them. Right. I'm learning how to network and build content and, you know, be the, like, Consistent in my artistry, I could say. Right. I built it through exactly. IPR. And how I've known you for almost how long now? Mm, 2010, we met. So that's eight years? Yeah, nine now. Cause we're I'm bad at 2019. life, so. Yes, nine years. Nine years, yeah. Nine years? Yeah. Okay. So it's almost a decade. We're just going to say a decade, because we're cool. getting there at that shit. It's getting there. <laughs> but my homie France, from old, whole time, so high school. <laughs> It wasn't until but like two like sophomore year when I started to click with you, right? Yeah, I would say so. Sophomore year, so how many years is that though? Okay, we're old that. Uh y'all are mm, third sophomore year, fifteen. Sophomore I wasn't That's fifteen. Like, I was a great behind because again I'm bad at life. Oh God. Why did he say that? So that's where you're fighting for it? Yeah, I'm fighting oh, for my own life. Like I said before, oh, this is selfish. This is all about me. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, we're gonna Man, get that out here now. I'm bad at math. But if let's I say we've known each other for a good enough long time for you to be talking on this podcast. Right. Yeah, I would agree okay. to that. Yeah. So yeah. introduce yourself. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm France, uh, France Thompson, and um, me and Orhan have been friends for a really long time, and I'm really, really glad to be on this platform with him. And uh, I'm usually on social media. My shit is a low tool. Not really asking for any followers, but yes, you is. No, no, your juice off one time. Nah, <laughs> if somebody wants to find me, you can find me at that specific, you know, name. But uh, usually outside of uh, Fight for Life, I write a little bit and um, I do content creating for Fight for Life and a little bit for myself as well. But it's all tied into my writing. Yes. But uh, yeah, um, I'm really glad to be on this platform specifically with Ohan because. Um, I could tell when we when he first came to me about it, this was something that was coming straight from the heart. And uh, I just want to put it out there. I hope that in the long run, what this platform will be is something that uh, my children can go to. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's really what that's really what um, 
made me get behind Orhan on this because I really want it to be something that my kids could go to, my friends' kids can go to. And it's like I said, it's for him, but it's also for everyone else. And I think that's like what everybody should really be achieving for. Man, I almost shed a trap tear right Aww, there. Some of the trap tear. You're touched. I'm touched. Yes, because we never got to talk and about And not in a bad way because it's like a climate right now. But Aww. we're not going to get into that. Aww, right. see what uh, the yeah, it's definitely going <laughs> to stick out. I'm not going to talk about it. Um, so, now that we all here, can we talk about like the ups and downs with just creating content for for <laughs> us like individually, okay. but also just Collective. trying to get this platform right? Okay. Mm-hmm. So... I don't know, you should Yeah, I mean, it's on you. I don't know. Okay, so basically, like, content creating is uh, it's challenging because it's, like, it's really a lot of time management in it. Um, you have to really be serious about your craft, like, continuously work at it to build that consistent content. And it's, like, with busy lives, like, we're all, you know, working. We, you know, we have our outside work we do with outside of Fight for Life and things. And it's just, like, finding the time to constantly, like, fine-tune this stuff and get it out there. Um, I definitely think you have to, like, have a team behind you for sure that is uh, committed as you are because we all are going to fall short in places because we're so busy. But having the knowing that what we're building is bigger than this moment of crazy, so we're going to always try to find time to mm-hmm. put in to get the content out there some way, somehow. But, yeah, I think that's kind of answer the question. No, no, definitely. <laughs> no, for sure. I think uh, life gets in gets in the way, no yeah. pun intended. Yeah, right? it, 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 it can get in the way um, <laughs> when you don't have, for one, your priorities, right? Yeah. Um, also, too, like, you know, we want to turn up, man. We want to be yeah. outside and we still, like, have the the platform in the back of our minds. Right. Uh, individually and this collective as well. Um, what about you, friends? What do you think? I would say I agree with both of you guys. Uh, a lot of it has to do with uh, life getting in the way of things and, um, For me personally, man, you know, when life does get in the way, it does make it hard to focus and lock in sometimes with just, you know, getting uh, deadlines finished, creating content when, you know, when you need to help your your partner. But just kind of just, I think, taking away a lot of the distractions is probably the biggest thing that uh, I had to deal with coming into 2019 and even in the past working with Fight for Life. Because life hasn't always been so great. But I just, you know, when I get in those points, I always think that Orhan has something that is going to help us all out, all yeah. three of us. And even not just all three, but everyone else that connects with this uh, with this um, platform or even believes in it is something that we have to keep investing mentally, you know, not even physically, mentally. Just putting that dollar in every time in the bank and Fight for Life is going to Give us something in return that's going to be greater than what great. we put in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, thanks for answering my next question because I was going to say, like, um, how can we combat that? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. sorry. Like, no, no, no if great. you want to expound on that, like, if you can say, to. what do you do to push forward, move forward? You know, we always talk about, like, one of the key points of masculinity is moving forward. Even femininity is moving forward, right? Right. Expound on your point, like, <clears throat> How can we do that? I think, well, I think it might be different for everyone. But for me, for me specifically, um, I could. it's sometimes hard for some people to move forward under uncertainty. You know what I'm saying? Okay. 
where you don't know if going through point A is going to reach you to point B. And you just kind of got to let all of that go and just go with it. But like I said, also limiting distractions, even the little things. Just it's, it's really down to the littlest minute details that could be throwing you off. For me, just like, there was a point in time where it was like, my sleeping schedule was so bad. And I know that's something that a lot of people deal with too, mm-hmm. or that they have in common with. You know, because you're working at night. And- right. And just kind of switching it up. Your, your sleep schedule gets switched up a lot. But just sitting there talking with Orhan, also, that's another great thing too. Having someone that you can talk to. For me, it's always been Orhan. And, you know, when I had that issue with sleeping, he just he just tell me straight up, like, bro, just get to bed. You know, <laughs> Sometimes you need to hear that. You know what I'm saying? Especially for someone that uh, you highly respect or someone that you really value, someone that's really close to you. So having someone to kind of like rely on when you're in those moments, right? And also, like I said, having to be able to look at those small, minute details and just be honest with yourself, because a lot of us will be like, "Well, you know what, man? I I, I really want to stay up to watch this this show, uh, whatever it is on Netflix." Big mouth, right? You know, <laughs> and it's like you have to be able to be honest with yourself and be like, "You know what? I'm gonna turn this off and go to bed." Yeah. And for a lot of people, that's hard, but keeping those in mind and also knowing that. Whatever you do, you're always going to progress, regardless if you don't know where you're going, because you're not going to be in the same place you was before. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, for me to combat dealing with challenges and creating content. Yes. Okay. So, well, my personal, well, another challenge I didn't mention before is I come to realize ADD affects my creativity because I am very I can't focus like it's very hard to focus so I don't I have a lot of ideas I have a lot of projects I start and I don't finish so my biggest thing now I would say is learning how to slow down and I feel like for me when I actually take time in things and really be patient with it and understanding that it's not going to be overnight and it's not going to take you know the time I'm looking at it happening because I want to get to the next thing and the next thing and the next thing because mm-hmm. I'm so scattery you know with the ADD part it's where I need to slow down and focus in it and then I feel I feel like that will combat the challenges I have and being consistent with things because I'll have a schedule and I'll be more organized and exactly. it'll just have more order right, and right. I feel like what is it form follows function Something form like that. Something like that. That's yes. what I think about with myself and my ADD. It's, it's literally form <laughs> follows function, and I, I don't have the function for form to follow it. So that was a bar. Yeah, you know I'm gonna get it together. I'm <laughs> gonna get you a sign plan. Hey. <laughs> Not this year. You got too much going on. Yeah, I do. Exactly. We're gonna call you T. T. Nah. Because that's your initials, right? Yeah, it is. It is. Um But to expound on your point. Yeah. I always say doing nothing is doing something. Uh-huh. Um, oftentimes, like we always on the go. We always got to do. We always feel like, you know what it is? Mm-hmm. We put ambition over purpose. Okay. I look at that sometimes. It's like, if you're not doing... You you, do, you feel like you're not doing your purpose. Right, but not necess- that's not necessarily true. Uh-huh. Sometimes you need to figure out what it really is. And sitting back to say... Like, remember I tell you, well, you're going to price yourself at the game if you overstep that boundary mm. of you trying to not find your purpose, you're trying to just do and do. So, yeah, you're right. It's like, let's slow down. Let's figure out, like, the pieces. The pieces. We got to, we building a real nice table puzzle. We're going to put the tape on it later. Yeah. But that's what it is. It's like piece by piece by piece. One thing I just got done talking to um, one of my friends, uh-huh. uh, talking about, like, 
stepping away from certain things, whether it be social media, whether it be yeah, because we look at the man, he got it, yes, she got it, can't they got it, but once you meet them people. They don't got it. It no, look good. It look you good, know, but it ain't. What it's propaganda? Not. No, it's yeah, it's a bunch of it. It's propaganda for the Papa Goose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and to be honest, like yeah. most of the guys, well, it, at least for me, most of the guys that I do follow, I don't think I'd probably be meeting them in the next five, ten years. So right. I'm looking no, at, I'm looking at them having the end product mm-hmm. and thinking like, wow, you know, like they got it, yeah. even though it may, they may, it may not be that. Exactly. Exactly. Um, when. We sit back and talk about fight for life. You obviously said it's something that you want to have your kids to look towards. Right. But what do you see fight for life in the now and then in the future? Right now, I see it as like um, sort of an sort of an idea for I don't want to say the average man, but for people that are hopeful, for people that are looking for an answer. You know, people that may be in the crossroads or in the middle area. And they want that answer, some type of form to that answer. That's what I see Fight for Life being. I see something much bigger than that in the future. I see Fight for Life being, like I said, a central hub for the youth to come and look into. Or even, you know, the average, you know, millennial or you gotta, older you guy. You got to pull the, the baby boomers in. Yeah, every, it's for everybody. Although they're rigid in their thinking. Right, right. And we'll get them right. <laughs> <laughs> or they'll get me right because I'm not above correction. So. For everybody, but, you know... The one thing, the one idea that really draws me to fight for life is um, the women. women. <laughs> nah, nah. I, look, I was like, whoa, really? I was like, ah. it's a lot of women. In I was this. like, it's yeah. a lot, but no, yeah, really? no. Ouch, okay, I'll see. No, nah, go ahead. Bro. But the but the idea that we want to cultivate leaders—that's the biggest. Yeah, exactly. Thing. That's the biggest thing because you know, like, everyone's really like pulling from a lot of different stuff, mm-hmm. and we want everybody to kind of look into themselves. And present themselves as leaders in whatever they're doing. You know what I'm saying? You want to be a leader of your life. You want to be a leader of your, you know, your family, your, mm-hmm. your job, and all of that. And that's what I really want. Fight for life to expand on. You know what I'm saying? Really bring to bring that home to everybody. Exactly. Yeah. My, my biggest goal is to create a hub. The way I see BET, the way I see uh, Live Strong organizations like that, I would only to aspire for it to have that same impact but in my own saucy way you know right, right. Uh, <laughs> uh just having you know media art uh a form of passion under one umbrella right that's what i see fight for life uh in the future of course right now is three of us yes. <laughs> and it sounds great like going five years from now we can look back to this episode yeah. and say like you know, we'll be on a the yacht then. Hey, yes, we are. Maybe in the Trump Tower. We, you no, no, know. no, no, oh, no, not Trump Tower. You know what I would love? I'll burn it down. We good. You know what I would love for it to be moving forward in the future? And like, us having the space, like, a building space. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, yeah. People coming in, you know, going into classrooms, going into gym, yes. going into whatever, creating, being leaders. Yep. You know what I'm saying? That's so basically, I'm like. A center. Like, a fight for life. A school for extraordinary, extraordinary people like the X-Men school. Am mm-hmm. I like Charles Xavier? It could be. You want it hey, like that? Let's do it. You know I was, I'm like, you know. I'm Thanos out here. You know, it's the same time. So it's a Thanos. You know what I'm saying? Um, anything goes in this life. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, God, Ain't, no rules. Ain't no rules. Ain't no rules. What do you think, Samara? What do, what do you see Fight for Life now and in the future? 
Um, right now, I feel like it's needed for, uh, I want to say you said baby boomers are like the target rate so far. I would or say. They're, they're the gravitating I'm not targeting anyone. <laughs> You're not targeting, but they gravitate towards yes, it. Yes, we're getting want, a lot of older people that like the content, yes. And I feel like this content is really needed for our, like, millennials. Like, we yeah. need to have this conversation more. And I think that it's good, too, for the baby boomers, because like you said, they're rigid. Yeah. But I think too, millennials, we're not, we don't converse on an educated level as much as we need to. Well, what we would, we would, um, what we would have to do, not to cut you off at mm-hmm. all, we would have to make this all of our podcasts three minutes long and release them every day. What? <laughs> because it's short attention span. It is. Well, and okay. Then we I would also have that. to have um, like very colorful artworks for our podcast. <sighs> you know, this is the type of things like we we are millennials, but we not. Millennials. I think that's you know too. Saying? It's upbringing, yeah. yeah like it's, upbringing, it's a, yeah. and I and I was raised by a baby boomer. I say that so while I get my phone. Were you in my were you raised by a baby boomer? Yes. Yes. Right? Of course. How old is your mother, a baby boomer? Yes. So every but this is the uniqueness in us. Most of our generation isn't raised by baby boomers. They're the '80s babies. They're yeah. like the '70s, '80s. You know what I mean? And baby boomers were the 19 what 40s up until the 1960s. Yeah. That's the baby boomer era. Okay. That 20 years span. Okay. So anything 70s, 80s, they're a little younger, you know, and things like that. And I, not to shade them, but I notice amongst my peers that have the parents that are in their 40s, maybe touch, just touching 50. Mm-hmm. And you have the parents who were well into their 60s, like my mother was and my father was. It's, exactly. a, it's a very different um, raising. They raised me different. Um, I had to read. I was made to read. Like anybody that knows me knows, like I, the books, my house is a library. Um and I feel like they made me just not look at, I don't know, it was just a seriousness, um, a focus and a discipline that they had that the parents that were born in the 80s and the 70s weren't, like, didn't have. I don't know how to describe it, but I noticed the moral compass. Like, even um, another one of our mutual friends, I don't want to put her name out there, but her grandmother's in her 70s and she raised her, baby mm-hmm. boomer as well. And she's similar to us. Mm-hmm. So I really feel like the, the gap in millennials that know how to receive information depends on the age of their parents and what generation they were coming out of. Because right. whatever was going on in the 70s and 80s, maybe they wasn't so into the books. Maybe it wasn't right. so much see, into it. My mom was in the Lenny Williams some of these younger mamas was into I was getting some head. Okay, <laughs> right, right, right. You get what so I'm saying? So I see what you... You see what I'm saying? Like, they grew up with the Tupac yes. and the Easy e era in the yeah. 90s. They yeah. were they were kids in the early 90s. Right, right. Having their kids in the early 90s. But they were, like, 25. And our parents was, like, in their late 30s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the 40, in the early 90s. Yeah. So that is very different. Exactly. So that's what I'm saying, like, that part of it is like they were kids raising kids essentially, but they really weren't. But just the time they were in birthing those children, they had a younger mentality. Um, and being that they're, I guess our parents were rigid, it opened us up to how we look at the world a little bit and understanding mm-hmm. our being refined, I guess. Being refined. We're not as uh, loose as other kids. I feel like we just have a knowing of like how to be. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. I, I feel like a lot of kids, that's kind of like, I don't even want to have kids. I don't know if that's like going to another thing. <laughs> Damn, but what episode like, is this? I don't know. That's going to go into another episode. But like, uh, that's my fear is birthing children in this generation. Like, I don't want my kids to have a phone. You know what I mean? I didn't get a well, phone until I was like 14. Well, and that was... It's, it's this. With technology comes access, right? Yeah. And I view technology as a tool, just like I view it. Like I, how I view fire, right? You either gonna 
use it to burn or you're going to use it to cook food and keep someone warm, right? right. Yeah. It's the same thing. Your kid can have a phone. But throw a, throw a parental advisory. Oh, yeah, you know, I was going to do that. Things that and my mom did that, too, though. I yeah. don't know if other kids did, but, like, my TV in the living room, <laughs> I found out the password was her birth year, you know. But <laughs> I, I, I was, she had that stuff set up after, like, Cartoon Network, Let Adult Swim, like, that after stuff. It was uh, Tsunami. Up. Boy, that blue screen come up. What's the passcode? I'm bruh. Yeah. And she had it on the regular channels. And it was, like, stuff like that. I was in the chat rooms. Mm-hmm. But it was certain websites she had it, took the time. Baby boomer. Hey, they ain't going on they ain't going on Yahoo. They ain't going mm-hmm. and I was like, dang, it's ninety nine. She doing not, you know, two thousand right. when we first getting into the internet for real. She nope, nope. So it was a valid limitations, but I got to do it, which was I had social media at twelve and thirteen and eleven. But she was monitoring my stuff. Right. And she had to be my friend and she had to have my password, but she was at limiting my access to everything so I won't be out here in the chat room talking to pedophiles. Or stuff like that. Like, legit. That's like, a big ass extreme. But it was kids it, yeah. doing it, though. Like, in my school, kids were like in the library after school, like, literally clicking out going in chat yeah. rooms and having fun with it. Like, oh, he a creepo. Oh, I'm going to lie to him. I want to suck your. Like, no, sorry. <laughs> That's <laughs> funny. I'm leaving that. <laughs> no, but for like TMI. Yeah. I don't, not me. <laughs> No, it's fine. So okay, so but you that's, get what I'm saying. You, you're saying now uh, to sum it up in a, in a yeah. way. Yeah. You're saying that right now, of course, we're touching baby boomers. Yeah. But we want to find cool, uh, drippy ways to get the other the side of the millennials. millennials. The other side of the millennials. So it, now it's have... baby boomers, or just say older, the older crowd, and then in the future, the younger crowd. Yeah. Or let's get it all now. And turn up. I want it to be now. I can be all now and turn up. I think we should bridge the gap. I think even so much so if it's an idea of having the baby boomers maybe interact with the millennials and the generation X or Z. Generation Z, right? (laughs) (laughs) Generation Z, Y, whatever. (laughs) After us, the ones under us, uh, I feel like that it no, that it needs to be a thing of understanding why the boomers are the way they are understanding why we're the way we are and understanding that we still have to coexist in this like whole this world Mm -hmm. and knowing how to interact like it's that disconnect sucks like baby boomers practically run the government bro practically like donald trump is a whole baby boomer yeah yeah. and all his colleagues are practically baby they're very dated in the way they think so i think if they sat with a bunch of us and actually like took the time to listen try to or maybe they just can't listen because they're old. Well, yeah, we, but I feel like the older you get, the more stuck in your ways. You but know? that's bad because what isn't it? Um, older people that always say like you have you got to remain a student and always stay learning. It's that's, like, but it's so weird because I don't people. feel like people do no, no. like. That's, a, that's that. a good question or like, a good segue. Yeah. How important is consciousness? French? Extremely important. What does that mean to you, though? Consciousness. When I, when I say consciousness, what does that mean? To me, consciousness is like. Having control over pretty much yourself and then your, the way you move through life. That's how I see you consciousness for me. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And the decisions you make, the way you think, and mm-hmm. the way you push yourself. When, with this platform, do you see it improving people's consciousness or expanding people's consciousness? I think so. I think, I think some of the plans that we have coming up soon... It's gonna reach those millennials. Mm-hmm. It's gonna it's gonna tap into everybody, and um, I also think it's gonna allow them to increase 
and expand their consciousness. Mm. You know what I'm saying? In many different ways. Like, you know, at the end of the day, most of the content, most of anything that you want, you got to be open to it. So, you know, it's not, just, you can't really knock on the door on anybody that doesn't want to answer. Yeah. But I think for those that may be looking to it, that may have an idea or, or a little, a little fuse that needs to be lit by a match. I think the content that we're going to bring is going to allow to allow their consciousness to expand. Mm-hmm. I see consciousness as a grand awareness, obviously. Um, because we have insight, we're able to share it because, I mean, we don't hoard information. We mm-hmm. should. Um, so when I ask that, I, I ask it to form a thought of, okay, this is about consciousness. We want to span light. At the end of the day, we want to span light um, as much as, I, as much as we can. Um, what do you think, Samantha? I feel like about what consciousness. is consciousness means to me. What does consciousness mean to you? Um, I was I agree with the grand awareness. I was going to say self-awareness, but course, it's really not self-awareness. It's not just self. Yes, and that's why I was like, um, just being aware of yourself in, all, in things in all its forms. Mm-hmm. Um, Understanding that, you know, there's more to life than just you. Mm-hmm. And being open to taking those things in, be it good or bad, and, and, and making sense of it. Right. Because um, that's the biggest thing, kind of making sense of it. People know a lot, but don't make sense of what they know. The methodology. So, yeah. And then it's like, it's um, it's like you take it in, but it's like, you, what is it? I, it's a quote, and I'm not, it's not coming to me it's right on. now, but it's the, it's the thing of basically receiving the information but not but not communi- not bringing it to the world where you take it in but you're yeah you say holding it yeah and not right. knowing and not knowing how to put it out there it's like you learned something took it in but not absorbing enough to actually communicate it mm-hmm. to the masses yeah I, you know, to going back to the previous question about you know having time out to say wait i need to figure out these pieces and puzzles Again, and then pricing yourself out of the game. Right. What happens is information, if it's sitting in your head space, you don't want to share it. Right. If it's coming from your heart and you do things from your heart. You want to share it. You want to share it. Right. Because you have compassion. Yeah. Because you have empathy. Because uh, you know that that little kid looks like you. Yeah. Therefore, I'm going to pull him in. You right. know. What have you been fighting for? France. Man, um, honestly, I've been fighting for um, living life to the fullest extent by my definition. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And um, trying to reach every nook and cranny that's a part of my mind. You know, For me, I'm usually a person that's in my head a lot. Mm-hmm. And I want to continue to expand my mind as much as possible. And really, not just to enjoy life, but really get a lot out of life. So, you know, I can look back and be like, well, you know what? I lived it to the best of my abilities. And I'm pretty sure everybody else wants that. Everybody wants to live life. It's like a central, essential need. Yeah, and essentially, everybody wants to feel like they've done as much as they could and they enjoy life the best that they could and at least help people along the way, you know? Right. So, that's what it is for me. I've been fighting for balance. That's my whole life balance. I always say, like, 
I can be Russell Wilson or I can be Future. <laughs> it's, you know, so it's like I want to be able to hit every aspect, even in the mundane sense of life. I want to be able to be balanced in every area, spirituality, the finance, the friends, the relationships. Well, I guess that's all relationships, but um, balance is great for me. Um, I oscillate between those things. Obviously, you know, custom. Yes, custom. Um, we don't talk right. about. And you get it for that. Like, you always yeah. mention this. You always, you always mention this. You want to give your ten percent back to where I like that. I yes. Guess. Instead of instead of um, giving it to an organization, mm-hmm. I want to give. Actually, it's 10% of myself to humanity. Right. So being able to say, well, maybe I can watch Love and Hip Hop. Yeah. Or maybe I can, you know, uh, get out in these streets. You know what I'm saying? But whatever it may be. Sell them turkeys. Yeah. <laughs> get on them stands. But, um, okay. Um, what about you, Tamara? What have you been fighting for? I know, because we, we all know you've been fighting. Yes. Fighting, fighting. Fighting, fighting. Uh, a lot of things came to my head. Of course. Um, I was trying to focus it. <laughs> my head. I was like, oh, please don't ask. I don't know what to say first. Um, this year? Uh, yeah, of course. Well, uh, it can be a recent. It can be I feel like yesterday. my fight has changed. Of course. Originally, um, just coming into consciousness of self and knowing what I want and to do with myself in this world and having an idea of what's in my heart mm-hmm. to give. Um, the first thing was community. I had a really soft spot as a kid. I used to feel like just growing up over here, like homeless people. Like I was always the person giving stuff to strangers. Like I was the kid talking to strangers. I was always the person. Um, <laughs> Wait, you was the kid talking to strangers? I was. They That's had cool. to te- I had to watch. I have a story called, I, I wrote, um, yes, funny about it. Uh, a kid who had talked to a stranger and helped them. So right. it was about me, essentially. And my parents had made me watch. They made me watch The Bears and Bears. Because oh, Bears yeah, and Bears, it man, it was an episode, do not talk to strangers. And I, it was the worst thing. Like, they had to really sit me down. And I feel like because I used to have empathy a lot mm-hmm. in places and things that um, I didn't know how to give that empathy. Mm-hmm. And so I want to say for the first half of my life, um, I want to say even in high school was just like community, always just being in uptown, being around here. It was like the, I was fighting for the goodness in wanting to see the good. Don't just shout out Uptown, like, on the low. If yeah. you're going to do it, like, do it. Oh, yeah, I'm from Uptown Chicago, you guys. Exactly. And that's uh, my home, born and bred. It's my heart. And, uh, yeah, growing up over here, and I say, right, like, community for me, I was always, like, homelessness. You know what I'm saying? Um, just being, not having, uh, what I say, opportunities for all the minorities that lived up here. Mm-hmm. But it was a very diverse area, but it was catered to other, you know, the other, that other. And, um... That was, I would say that was for me the first half, and because I didn't have problems growing up, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. I had a great childhood. I can never complain about the childhood I had. Um, I didn't want for anything, so it was hard to like. I didn't have the, nothing to fight for other than what was around me in my community, um, and that's where I put my energies to. And then as life started to happen to me, it shifted to my family, and then it was like, oh, they need me. So now I'm going to fight for this. And that was more so later in high school to college. And then now, you know, I'm by myself. Yeah. And that's because I fought for my family. I don't want to say I failed. It was just that um, it's because it's not me. I'm not God. So I don't want to say like I failed them. But I fought. I wanted to fight for us to be happy. 
I want I was fighting. I wanted to fight for us to have our break generational curses. I could see that I, you know, my family they did a lot to get to things and just it didn't. It was like just blocks. Blocks within their cells, not knowing how to deal with things internally that produced externally in their in their day to day that ended up impacting the family. Wow. And I didn't see it until I got to a certain age. And that's where I was like, okay, let me focus in on my family and how to make it right. By the time I did that, it was almost too late. Because as a child, you don't even know, or you probably don't even care to realize that, and yeah, my mom is not right, well, or my dad is. You get what I'm saying? Not great. And you see what I just said? I had a great childhood, right. so I didn't see anything, but now I can see it all. Mm-hmm. So those things, um, and now, but now that they're gone, my purpose I'm fighting for now is basically my own happiness. Um, fighting for now, my love for self fully because. I tell everybody now, like, you know, when you have your parents, typically they're supposed to love you unconditionally. Um, your parents, your grandparents, a child, whatever, they love you unconditionally with, with no condition. And I feel that now that I don't have those things around me, mm-hmm. yeah, I still have this community. Right. I'm still in the same community, but I don't have that family in a sense. So now it's like I'm fighting for all those things for myself, within myself. So That's a certain I, type of focus. That's a very right so that's why my whole 2019 is focused on self mm-hmm. in all forms, be it my work, my art, my um, personal mental wellness, spiritual, you know, um, be it with my day-to-day going to a nine-to-five. You know right. what I mean? Like, just having that focus on all these things because that's where I produce, I feel like, my happiness, my best self right. will come in those moments. But it took time. That's why when you said ask me like what are you fighting for i'm like it's layers to where i started how i ended here it's always layers and it wasn't but getting here wasn't never my thought like i didn't think this is what something i was going to fight for within myself which isn't bad because a lot of people need to do it um i'm actually excited for the journey is is scary but i'm excited for it because i see the growth in myself like i was very codependent amongst people i didn't know how to like i didn't have any confidence and in this time that i lost those people that I was fighting for, I had to get it for myself. Like, right. you don't have someone pouring all the into you where you're getting it from. Right. And, I, and I'm not going to just settle for uh, outside things to make me feel that because it's never going to be that. So right. all I have is the memories and the love I know they have for me and that I have for myself to make that stronger so I can do the things that I need to do. Right. So And even then, touching on what you just said, like, fight for life is an internal movement. Yeah. We want to be able to spark the energy that we lost through history, yeah, but also create new energy as well. Um, but it's all inside of us. And obviously, you're not going to let me fail, so I'm not going to let you right. fail. I'm not going to let you right. fail. Yeah. It's all, we, we are not only a team, but we are family. You yep. know what I'm saying? Um, but, it, you know, it takes time. It takes the effort. Uh and the being, not so much the work. You have to be able to be. Yeah. Um, and, like, take that claim. Like, I am whatever I want to be. And that's even more living in the means, present, too. Even if it means, like, I'm sad. You need to, like, Feel be that. okay with that. Yeah. You know. You have to expect sadness like you expect happiness. happiness. Yes. It's literally, that's what I was telling people. Like, this part of my life that's somewhat not so happy, mm-hmm. I'm Close. okay with it because... I was happy for a good 20-something years. Right. So if I if God made it where I have to have a not-so-happy 
life, quote unquote, for the next so many until I get the work to get back to that. I'm okay with that because it's it's a balance, like you said, right. and it's a part of life. Exactly. Um, last couple of questions. Couple. Couple of <laughs> questions. Couple of questions. France, where can they find you? Um, right now, I'm only uh, on IG right now, so at Bo2 underscore is where you can find me. And um, yeah, that's pretty much it. That's cool. Where can they find you? They can find me on IG, T-E-A-T-I-M-T-I-M-Y-T-T-I-M-T-I-M-Y-T-T-I-M-T-I-M-Y-T-T-I-M-T-I-M-T-I-M-T-I-M-T-I-M-T-I-M-T-I-M-T